Ray. What do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Pilot Light, presented by Steven Spielberg. A podcast where we watch the first episode of something and then we talk about it. My name's David. And they say it might ha- might be some trigger-happy rocket jog with a 20-meg party crasher out to make the fat lady sing at the ball game. <laughs> you got there. It was a bit of a struggle, but you got there in the end. Well done, Dave. <laughs> I uh, watched this episode 45 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Sam, and I, I feel the need. I feel the need for expedition. Oh, no. Expeditious velocity. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Joe, and Sam broke both his legs, and Dave thinks he's a koala. <laughs> you, you know, know what, guys? You... Zero context. Because... Zero context. It's kind of a, it's kind of a quote from the show, to be fair. What are we doing? It is. I was sure one of you was going to say naf, because my intro was just going to be me saying naf. But I, did I was have certain that Joe would take that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I did have what is naf. What is naf? Um, so this week, we watched uh, for the premium price of 10 pence on amazon prime that's 30 pence for maths fans out there um <laughs> the pilot episode for pinky and the brain which aired on september the 9th 1995 yeah. a 911 pre 911 oh there we go uh yeah so so how, why are we why are we watching this because i can't quite remember I mean, it's basically it's basically because you're an idiot uh, is the official reason. So um, <laughs> go on. We we were just kind of having a look, and we noticed that some Amazon TV shows were um, offering like the the first episode for ten pence. Um, and we've it's been talking almost about like thinking... entirely aimed at us for the podcast as well. It's it's the, the 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 kind of like the the attempt to like I think you know you make it. F- the first episode of 10 pence and then people will go ooh that was a good first episode I'll buy the next 18 seasons um but I mean I don't really know the logic behind having a 1995 cartoon of pinking the brain on there but anyway we were looking at these TV episodes and um Sam clicked by and he um, purchased it um <laughs> I remember now it was because it was point. I was on I was on and the website son couldn't eat that day <laughs> <laughs> that's me blown out of the budget uh, I mean, this, it probably is blown out our budget, considering we have absolutely no budget for this um, for this podcast. Didn't so. you just didn't you just spend fifty quid on a on an Amazon Prime channel by accident for like four months as well? Yeah. Oh, that's the other <laughs> one, Dave. Thanks for that. <laughs> Stars Play, which 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 popped up on my on my Monzo account. I was like, what the hell? And then I realised, oh, this is the thing that we had a trial for to watch some shit that Dave wanted to watch, and that was in October. So now we can add, we can say 10p, 50 pounds, 50 pounds 10p, and 10 pence. 50 pounds, it's the same. Yeah. And recording equipment ain't cheap. Well, that's true. That's true. Anyway. Basically, send us money. That's what we're saying. Yes. <laughs> Patreon.com slash, you know. Uh, we, Sam, watching, give us a plot summary. We're, yeah, we're watching Pinky and the Brain, um, which is, it's one of those shows from Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, in this episode, we, uh, Brain steals a submarine in order to, get ingredients for his plan to take over the world he ends up raising the titanic however his submarine is destroyed by the caa um I, pinky the brain isn't possibly a cartoon that you've never heard of I, I think it's it's got some 
so some cultural cachet. I think it does sit in a certain place, but it's pretty niche. Like I, I think it's maybe been forgotten in the nineties Saturday morning cartoon, you know, rotisserie. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, but the... I mean, it, it's a cartoon from within a cartoon because it started off inside the Animaniacs. Um, and then, yeah, they, they were like short clips inside the Animaniacs and then kind of got its own little gig, more or less. So, Who, who watched this when they were kids? I I, I watched I watched this, yeah. It was always on repeat. It was always the same episodes that played over and over again. But um, yeah. Was it ITV or was it BBC? I can't remember. Uh, I'd love to be able to tell I, you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, well, I, I was one of these like rich kids that had Cartoon Network, so uh, oh, Jesus Christ! Let's get this bourgeoisie <sighs> bastard off the podcast immediately. Get Absolutely, rid of him. fuck him. Um, yeah, I watched it when I was a kid. Um, like, I'm not sure I've ever seen this episode before. That's kind of like that's how we lived in the nineties. Like, you know, you. You just yeah. you missed you missed days of TV. Like if if you missed like an episode, you're like Joe, yeah. like yeah. animals. Yeah, unless you can <laughs> Especially... literally guarantee you were in front of the television every day at the same time for like a spell, you wouldn't miss episodes. And you I tried. Record it. Nothing was streaming. It was just that's it. You'd missed it. You had to wait another three years till that episode came around. It was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when so... you're a kid and you don't have any like TV control. Um... But yeah. like, maybe let's talk about because uh, I can see Sam Mitchell. Maybe let's talk about Saturday morning cartoons as like a cultural thing, because I'm not sure. Like Sam, you've got a son, so you're kind of like our our man on the inside as as it goes up for this. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of cartoons, mostly involunt- voluntarily. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I think Saturday car- Saturday morning cartoons, or at any point, but you know th- those type of kids' cartoons from the '90s. There seems to be like a unique. A unique feel here about the, the kind of nineties cartoons. This is definitely up there and one of those ones that would you you definitely categorize. Um and also I think things like like Spider Man is the the other one, Spider Man and series from the mid nineties, which was just like I can't remember f- when it came out. We used to watch a lot of Dexter's Lab. Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. I think and that, that might have been a bit, bit later though. It was. This it was. is the sort of thing that we probably watched in syndication. Um, whereas I think maybe something like Dexter's Lab is like, or Johnny Bravo, you maybe watched as they um, came Dexter's out. Dexter's Laboratory was 26th of February 1995. Oh, same year. Wow. Earlier than this. Well, uh, I obviously fucking don't know anything. All of my um, believability has just gone down the pan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but also, I mean, uh, things like DuckTales. Do you remember watching DuckTales? Animaniacs? I remember playing the DuckTales game. I still think about it a lot. Like yes. more than a grown adult man should think about a Sega game, uh-huh. <laughs> and just yep, yep. Um, just to like round off the nineteen ninety five cartoons, Johnny Bravo was twenty sixth of March nineteen ninety five. So there we go. Wow, I thought that was much later. We are stuck. Go. By the way, we have we have achieved um, equilibrium <laughs> in the bang in nineteen ninety five. In the middle of nineteen ninety five is apparently where we live. Everything we love yeah. is from the, this period. Couple of other examples: Rugrats. Remember watching Rugrats? That was a great show. I really enjoyed that. And yeah. the Jetsons. And you might be thinking, mm, "Isn't that a cartoon from the '60s?" But it was still on TV in the '90s. That's how it worked. And things like the episodes. Flintstones as well. Even Flintstones, yeah, the Flintstones. You know. So all of these, all of these um, type of things, you know, where you you sat eating your Cheerios, watching uh, Cheerios, please players. Watching the, the the array of Smoke. different cartoons <laughs> that, were, that were on, 
Well, yeah. me, by the way, just as a sidebar, we're into kids' cereals now. When I was a kid, there was nothing better than... <laughs> what are we doing? Go, go, bear on, with me. Um, nothing better than sitting and watching Saturday morning cartoons before your parents got up with a bowl of Frosties with extra sugar in it. And the very thought of it makes my teeth hurt. Yeah. Like kids. I just, kids, I just cringed. You're disgusting. I just cringed. I can't even eat cereal. Just normal cereal. <laughs> Literally normal bran cereal. flakes. Bran Dude, flakes I eat, my teeth. I eat fruit and bran. That's, as, that's, about as, that's about as far as I can go on cereal these days. Special K, man. That's where it's at. Welcome, Welcome to, to people cast. who aren't even that old talking like they're 50 we, we had We had like a 10-minute texting chat about Hoovers the other day, and that's not a joke. So, you know, it's all downhill. We love it. So let's talk about Pinky and the Brain then. Um, we've all we've all kind of watched it. It's a show that's come, as you say, it comes from Animaniac. So I kind of always like shows, uh, uh, a TV that comes out of other TV, Simpsons being yeah. probably the most famous example of that. And it's a great like it's a great test bed, isn't it, for for shows to just come out of the the gate, absolutely ready to go, fully baked to confuse this metaphor. And like, and and then we can just from the beginning we get to see a pretty, I think, well formed uh, pilot here. Well, not pilot, first episode, you know, because it was all it was all agreed anyway. So it's got it's from the mind of um, Tom Ruger and not Steven Spielberg, <laughs> as they would have you suggest from the title of the show, which is Steven Spielberg <laughs> presents Pinky and the Brain. I never understood that. As a kid, obviously now it's because I think, was he a producer? He was he was he was executive producer, so I get it because you want to have Steven Spielberg's name is. But I always as a kid I was like, who's Steven Spielberg? <laughs> why don't they talk about Steven Spielberg? Where's Steven Spielberg? What's he doing? Like why is he involved in this show at all? Uh, so it was kind of over my head a little bit. So it's uh, it's it is it is a good kind of strong opening theme to you and opening themes, another staple of nineties TV. Like yeah. the, the 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 Spider-Man theme is Scooby Doo is another one that comes straight to mind. Hold like on, Joe. Scooby-Doo. We're talking about the Spider-Man theme. Hold on, hold on. The guitar. Well, Spider-Man theme is the cokiest thing I've ever listened to in my entire life. Can, Aerosmith. Can, can we kind of hold off on the Spider-Man because not to like ruin anything, but we will be doing Spider-Man in like two weeks. No, this is now the Spider-Man episode. Get ready. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It is a strong. It is a strong opening theme and. Like that again is is a staple of Saturday morning cartoons, isn't it? That you could you'd know what it was just from the the first few bars of whatever song they they've got. Yeah, I mean, even more so than I I'd say well, from watching this, and obviously I kind of watched it way back in the day. Um, and it's interesting to note that you may be aware of this show because it had like I think a lot of people know Pinky in the Brain from the follow up that's Pinky Elvira and the Brain, which I think like maybe went on for a little bit longer or was, you know, a little bit larger a few years later. Um, but the the great thing about Pinky the Brain is that it's, it's it's a show for kids. And like, we'll get into, there are loads of boomer jokes in here. But um, it's, you know, it's not The Simpsons, which is like, you know, it's a family sitcom that's animated, especially when it starts. It does change. Whereas this is like a silly, funny cartoon. It's very Looney Tunesy in parts. Um, and it moves. Four minutes into this episode, we are on our way to race the Titanic for some it, reason. It, it jumps straight into it, like automatically. Yeah. Like it doesn't even doesn't hang around. It's like within thirty seconds, brains like extracting some sort of like, like a chemical off the skin of frogs or something like that that's going to hypnotize people. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> planning a pancake jamboree to like feed them pancakes with this this mix in. Um, it's a pretty it's a pretty baseless plan to be honest. They uh, they brainwash ten thousand people, um, or they'll 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 control ten thousand people. I'm like, if the Soviets couldn't do it with you know a billion, like w- what are your chances, brain? Come on. <laughs> Using some sort of like like I don't know chemical from the skin of a frog and from the risen risen Titanic. I don't know question mark. Yeah. Crabs. It's full of crabs. Apparently, crabs. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just, <laughs> don't think about it. It's fine. Um, it's not but and, and another thing, like so, so we talked about the fact that we did Jetsons um, as a previous episode. And when we were watching that, we were kind of saying that some of the jokes that were in that were kind of aimed more at adults than children, and we were saying that this is probably because back when you know there was one TV and you were like fighting over control, anything that was on needed to kind of keep whoever was watching it entertained. Being an adult, so if an adult was watching it with kids, you know, you needed to try and keep them entertained as well. Um, and this does kind of do that. A lot of the jokes in it, it's not kind of in the same way as the Jetsons because some of those were kind of more for, I would have said, more for adults than kids. Kids just wouldn't have understood them. Um, but in this, some of the jokes are a little bit more kind of um, aimed at kind of the older audience to find them funny as well. I mean, I was laughing at it, I found it funny. Well, I, the, the, that's a good, um, like, the, the TV that I watch with my son is mostly shite just shite you know completely unengaging because it's not it's not for me um but there's a couple of shows one of them is ninjago which is quite are those like, those quite, cool it, lego things yeah yeah it's 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 got quite a good um like arc throughout the season really good story in fact i would suggest that we do it one day actually um and and so shows like that where, where you're actually like oh there's a bit more meat on the bones and the other one is Phineas and Ferb, which is genuinely hilarious. It's genuinely hilarious because it's it's you know it has those adult jokes in there, and it's actually speaking to you at a level that you're like, okay, I can get through the next hour of this. So I can I can make it. Whereas I can post my part some shit. I just want to <laughs> blow my brains out. Well, I was watching. I was at my sister's a few weeks ago, and and her daughter's two or seven or however old kids are, um, and she was watching. Uh, it was a bear who was a scout leader and like a bunch of like little animals and I was talking to my brother in law and he was saying like this is the best thing that she watches because like you can follow what's going on and there are plots and stories and I was like, Wow, that's a really, really low bar. I remember when um my youngest sister uh, was very small, my dad uh, was living with us um for a while and he was unemployed and he had to he used to have to sit and watch basically kids cartoons all day because my sister was three or four and the one that he hated the most was do you remember the it was uh do you remember the car that drove around towns um brum no brum brum do you remember brum it wasn't brum there was a there was like a brum like um ripoff that was two fluff balls in a vacuum cleaner that basically did the same thing they drove around london or whatever um and he used to watch that and Really, just want to like blow his brains out. Probably still um, better than hoops. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> if um, you're twelve so, and the world's word "fuck" is really funny, I mean, hoops is for you. Go yeah. well. So the 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 cast in this, then we've got two very very accomplished and um, now both very famous voice actors. We've got Rob Paulson who plays Pinky. Now he's he's like basically starring in all the TV shows that we've been talking about. Ninja Turtles. Man, man works. 
Um, he was in the Mask animated series. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. So good. Like a fever dream. Like a crack-induced <laughs> fever dream. It was It was more insane than that movie. Um, so, <laughs> And also, also, The Land Before Time. Who, that, which, do you remember those films? Do you remember those so movies? Good. We, had, we had the second one on VHS. <laughs> yes. So, like, I don't know if I've ever seen the first one. But I've seen the second one a thousand it. times. <laughs> the, the 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 bit with the mom dies and the, don't and the Sam don't do this to me. I'll it's like, start it's having like, PTSD it's like for these dinosaurs. It's like Bambi all over again. It's, you it's worse shit about than Bambi, Bambi because Joe. because they're dinosaurs and I like dinosaurs. Anyway, so he's he Rob Paulson is and I, I think he gets a, he gets to do some some great funny like overacting in this. I imagine this was really fun for him to do. Um, yeah, and a, a big get in this, obviously starring opposite um, Paulson is is Awesome Wells. Somehow, <laughs> they got him, and he's like, he's Exhumed. there. He did the Transformers movie, and he did this. The um, yeah, Maurice Lamarche, who who plays um, the brain. Wikipedia says <laughs> that this the, the 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 brain looks and sounds like Orson Welles. I think it's a little bit mean to say it looks like <laughs> him, but okay. Maybe that's a bit mean, Wikipedia, but it's definitely a good aping of um, of Orson Welles. Before we started, I was I was thinking about my funny bits, and I was. I was trying to see if I could uh, muster an Orson Welles impression. Dude, every single week I have this exact internal life I, dilemma. I, I absolutely can I can't. do that accent even remotely well? No, no, no I can't. No, obviously Orson Welles, very, um, very famous actor, director, everything from from back in the day. And Maurice Lamarche is probably most famous um, for for uh, being well for me anyway for the the uh, Kiff in Futurama. Um, and he also plays. Dis- he also plays hedonism bot in Futurama. My favourite Futurama <laughs> character. Best, amazing character. And and he does the Orson Welles voiceovers that you get frequently when like the world's ending. Um, so he's all over Futurama doing voices yeah. here and there. But let's bring it back to Saturday morning cartoons, which is what we're here to talk about. He 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 uh, was in Hey Arnold. Do you remember that? That was good. Oh, Although it was on, yes, I do remember that. It was on ITV, I think. So I never really got into it as a thing because we used to watch. Never watch much of it. I know of it though. I remember the, watching the... a lot of it, but I couldn't tell you a single thing about it. No, I He's think the kid had like a funny shaped head, wasn't it? He had the funny yeah, shaped head I with think the it's... yellow hair. And... Yeah, I think it's one of these those TV shows about kids that are so popular where the kids' parents are dead and that's somehow okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about it. The other one that Maurice Lamarche is is uh, famous, and I don't know if you remember this, the real Ghostbusters cartoon where he played. Get out of here, fake Ghostbusters! He played Egon, um, Egon Spendler in that. Now there's, I mean, let's. It's not a Ghostbusters podcast, but I love the story behind that. There, there was some copyright dispute or something where we had this Ghostbusters cartoon. And so I they think had to come the Ghostbusters cartoon is like there's a monkey on their team. It's like it's not. It's not a rip-off of Ghostbusters that somehow got the parrot on the name first. It's an entirely different premise. It is, but it does have like a ghost yeah, yeah, in yeah. there and the, and the whole thing um, two years later than the Ghostbusters. So they were cashing that check to make mm. sure that they could uh, you know, they could get some money. But uh, Maurice Marsh then, so he's, he, he is obviously, again, he's a very, very successful, famous voice actor and... Um, had been doing it for a fair while, but certainly in the mid '90s is when he, I think, really kind of cemented that that voice acting role. What's nice in terms of these two actors is that they are both voice actors, and 
we talked we've about talked a lot, haven't we? We have. How annoying it is to 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 watch a, a TV show or or more movies really, where everyone I blame is Jerry Seinfeld. Probably, everyone is some legitimately. Famous... I think that's when that's when celebrities started doing stunt casting in like voice roles. B movie, B movie, and Jerry Seinfeld once again is responsible for the downfall of society. Um, <laughs> and yeah. because you are right in the nineties, and all the cartoons that we love, and all the th- stuff that like you know continues to be beloved and adored, like Futurama, The Simpsons, um, you know stuff like this. Batman the Animated Series, Spider-Man Attorney at Law, um, all of these TV shows, like, they, the reason they're so good, even if the animation is shocking, and it so often is, um, is because it's voice actors, it's working professionals in that field. Actors are great, but so much of actually acting is body language, and it's emoting, and obviously voice acting, like, the people who are really good at it, uh, you know, it's all of that stripped away, and, and they can do voices, not impressions, but voices and like Pink in the Brain is a really good example because LaMarche especially is just doing, you know, he's not doing, he's not speaking like Maurice LaMarche. You know, you wouldn't know this was the guy who voiced Kiff um, because well, he's doing the the voice for this character. Yeah, I, I would disagree a little bit in that you wouldn't know who he, who he is because, and I, and I think that's the, that's the genius of someone like Billy West or, or, or Maurice LaMarche in fact, is that, like there's a there, you can tell who they are, I you can tell that that's the guy. But there's a difference. There's a subtle, subtle difference. You know, even even some of the episodes of Futurama when Billy West is playing um, Fry as usual, and then when Fry gets smarter, in that one episode he has some I can't remember. Like there's a difference to the way he's speaking and the, and and the use of his voice. And there's all these things like I, I, it's just it's amazing and subtle. And uh, I, I think it's just so much better to have actual voice actors, especially for cartoons where you really need to convey so yeah. much in in the in the, in also, the voice characterization. Actors have got enough work. Fuck you guys. Get back to your jobs. Fuck you, Jerry Seinfeld. What are you doing? Yeah. Fuck you, Sarah Chalk. Get out of my cartoons and get back on screen. <laughs> I I jest. I love Sarah Chalk. Obviously, continue to do what you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's um it's funny now though, isn't it? Because like most of like The Simpsons, for example. These millionaires just have like a recording studio in their house, and they. Yeah, and so they just... do I. Look, can't you see? <laughs> yeah, just like us. That's right. That's right. Um, and 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 that's so like they don't even need to get out of bed really to be able to kind of deliver their lines. So it's, I think it's funny how again you, as much as we're complaining about um, like normal actors, whatever physical actors. Uh, taking over voice actor roles. Also, we basically just got like this mega star cast of voice actors, people like John DiMaggio, um, uh, Billy West, etc., who are just in everything. And you're like, <laughs> surely, like, surely there's other things you could be doing. You don't need the money now, really, do you, Billy West? Are you sure? Yeah, let somebody oh, else okay. get some of this stuff. Yeah, <sighs> like Invincible, in Invincible previous episode. Go check yeah. it out. What What you do in that instance, though, Sam, is you you hire all of the cast of The Walking Dead. And then and kill them all again. The then exactly, you just have them do all the voices. Um, let's get back all, to talking about game. Pinky and the Brain, though, because there's a lot to like in this episode, and maybe we mm-hmm. should like try and give it our usual, you know, treatment in terms of the plot, in terms of what we're seeing. The thing I like the most about this episode um, is the intentionality of the animation. I think that like they do a really good job down to you know. Um, 
Brain has a grappling hook that's a safety pin. Um, I love the costume changes. At one point, he's dressed in a chef's blouse. <laughs> Question mark. Uh, and then the 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 the, um, the ship's captain like um, like woolly jumper and hat. I just love it. I think it's it's such fun animation around Pinky and Brain and the way that they interact with like human sized environments. I think is really excellently done. Yeah, I just think it's a really fun episode of TV, to be honest. I, I mean, watching it, I just thought it was really quite a fun... You know, obviously it's not got that much depth to it being a children's cartoon, but generally speaking, it's just fun, isn't it? It's just, you know, it makes jokes, it, they're pretty funny. Um, I think it's just it a really fun Reminds you of simpler cartoon. times. It's not particularly like ripping off anything. It's not, partic- it's not just like a series well, of in-jokes about pop culture at the time. <laughs> Which is really refreshing, actually. It's not Rick and Morty, which is like, oh, this week they're doing a Mad Max thing. Great. You know, it's not that. This is just like a fun, self contained, silly adventure. Um, yeah. and, and each episode you know, is a different one. You know, like the, the, the storylines are the same. They're trying to take over the world. Our brain is. Pinky's just along for the ride. But, like, it, it, each episode is just, like, completely different. You know, they try different, stupid methods to do it. And it just has fun with itself. Uh, um, same thing we do every night, Joe. Try to take over the world. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So. One podcast at a time. <laughs> yeah. The um the, the I, I like how like immediately zany we get with this because obviously Pinky and the Brain are uh, genetically modified uh, mice who have have been given you know sentience or whatever else. Um and Sam Jordan anti mice rights. They were they were spliced <laughs> using the Acme bagel warmer and gene splicer. Apparently, that's, that's what was. so <laughs> that's there we amazing. go. So, um, and and just just from like from from that starting point, we get to uh, surfacing the Titanic, which I think is is really funny and very very in vogue as well for for nineteen um, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We also get to see some the the CIA people who are, who are kind of yes. a bit. The weird. CIA are not nearly like uh, what's the word? They're not nearly as ready to kill these people as the, as the CIA actually would be. Yes, absolutely. Um, they would make sure a, the job was done. It's quite a warm and friendly like version of the CIA, and it's probably actually the only bit where there's a couple of jokes that really fall flat. The one which I fucking hate. There's two instances of him going, oh, if the old man will hear about this. And he goes, oh, you mean the president? You mean, no, I mean some old man. And you're like, oh, God, fucking slip my own wrists. And then the next line <laughs> very is, strong reaction. is, oh, well, the boys, you know, the boys, they say, you know, it's, we need to go and get him. And he's like, oh, you mean the Pentagon? He's like, no, I mean my boys, John and Sam or whatever. And it's like, fucking, can we not? Can we write a better fucking joke than this like same that. joke for twice? Kids, yeah. For kids, for kids though, that is funny. That kids, kids yeah, will find that funny. funny. Yeah, what, that is what, funny. What's interesting? Kids. What's interesting though, the, the plot of this is that we start off and they're talking. They want to get like they want to brainwash people or something, and then so I think Pinky suggests that he why does. don't they have a pancake feast? Pancake jamboree. Pancake jamboree is what a it pancake is. Pancake jamboree. Yeah. Get so me we, to this pancake jamboree. My God. So to to. to they they need to put the sub they need to put the the serum whatever into pancakes, and so carry the noodles. They they, need, they have to. Um, they, they, well, they, apparently like, the serum like tastes really awful. Is the problem? So they're putting this this yeah. into the pancake mix. So they get crab. The logical so they want crabs. the logical no the logical jump is that they get this stuff from the toad, uh, 
and Brain makes the the whatever the first batch and basically it's missing an ingredient and that's when he says right we need something from this white crab and he says the, the titanic it's full of them so then we're off to get the titanic because it's full of these crabs <laughs> like we've already established we're going to have this pancake jamboree we need to and then most of the rest of the episode is about getting to the titanic yeah yeah i would but say we're, we're, we're at the titanic incredibly quickly like the leaps yes. from the leaps from pancake jamboree special ingredient the sea titanic raising the titanic is like happened so quickly and, and although and not in universe because brain says like oh what journey that should take us two hours is going to take us seven yeah. months yeah because they can only turn right because the what is it the, the submarine it's got a steering lock on it like yeah the submarine a has a steering lock on it he says oh the damn steering the submarine group or something like that have like put a put a, like a steering lock so they can only turn right so they have to do like circles <laughs> to basically get to this to, to the titanic wreck Makes sense. Um, it, yeah, and then like so, so because they can't get the pancakes to taste nice, Pinky asks if he can have a go because he has like a secret grandma's recipe or something. Um, and it, yeah, the whole the whole the whole funny bit of that is that he managed to make pancakes that taste really nice. And it's only after the jamboree where everyone has eaten all the pancakes that he he asks him, you know, how did you make them taste nice? And Pinky's like, well, I just took out the serum. <laughs> that was the bit that's taking them taste nasty. <laughs> so which is I a great singer, isn't it? It is. It's a great singer. Yeah. But you can see it's it coming. Great... You sat there, you're like, yeah, he's going to take can, out the serum, isn't he? And at the same time, you could also end this episode by it just not working. Like, yeah. that would also be like a perfectly viable pinky in the brain ending. Like, oh, it didn't work. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But there's, uh, in terms of like the adult jokes in this then, because there's a there's a couple, there's one that's the, the, the two, two, sorry, that the CIA guys make. One of them is about like the golden ratio and the nautilus shape. So, you know, that, that kind of spiral thing because they're following that pattern, I think. And you're like, yeah, we, really, we've got a joke about like Renaissance uh, uh, mathematical theory in this episode, in this kids TV show episode. I mean, it would have just flown completely over my head. I wouldn't even even register <laughs> what that was. Never mind even understood the words. Like th- th- there's just jokes like that that it's just totally bizarre but you get that in all cartoons animation every every animation though even if it is exactly for kids because it's still made by adults and like they can't people can't help themselves yeah and, and it's as like all the harvard before, jokes in the simpsons sam like it's not for yes. anyone but the writers yes you know yeah and as joe said before like it's it really you really connect to it don't you then as an adult when you're watching it and brain dead because you've been watching shape for the last uh you know, most of your life. <laughs> the, the other one is the there's a joke about Jack uh, Jack Cousteau, who the the um, French adventurer and seaman like that. All of that again, you like <laughs> he loves the earth. He loves yeah because he was a bit of an environmentalist. Like the whole thing again, you just wow, you really are like pushing it in terms of even even at points. And I did I did question I did question I didn't have time to do this, but I thought. I wonder if I if I let Callum watch this and and would he find it funny? Like, would he connect to it on a child level? Obviously, this was very successful. We got four seasons for an animated show. It's pretty good. I imagine it was then syndicated to competing with things like Street Sharks and Biker Mice from Mars. I mean, like you know, (gasps) and apparently Dexter's laboratory and Johnny Bravo. Apparently, no Street Sharks. That's what I want. That's what we're talking about now, right? Street Sharks podcast. Here we go, and then we'll do Street Biker Sharks, Mars. the fucking methiest TV show from the nineties. 
I think we need to do a 90s like dump episode where we just talk <laughs> just about every system. single thing. Well, I think we've just, just done it, to be but fair. Talking, like, talking about like... Four minutes uh, talking about breaking the brain here. <laughs> um, adult themes as well. They all, like, um, brain also quotes Byron um, at one point. <laughs> it does. Um, Byron. <laughs> just a little Byron bit of casual and then, Lord Byron in your, your 90s And then to kind of like TV. just cool it down, Pinky quotes Baywatch, so... Um. <laughs> Excellent, but it's it's all these layers of jokes, isn't it? That I think that really work, and so that we're able to like you're able to kind of connect with it at different levels. Um, but again, I do I do wonder how like if this is going to translate to to maybe now and and maybe after this I'll I'll put it on for for Callum and see what he thinks because he's got pretty generally good taste sometimes, and then he also has absolutely terrible taste, and he'll just watch any old crap. Um, so it's just to see where it sits in that in that spectrum for him. I wonder, in terms of like the kids, the, the actual kids content, because it's a little bit light. I think in some ways, you know, you have, there's quite a lot to follow, and it's maybe for slightly older um, kids rather than you know you're kind of six well, or seven. Stuff to which... enjoy. It moves fast enough that I think if you're like six or seven years old, like or like you know when we watched it when we were kids, like it's just fun and it's bright and it's like there's always stuff going on and there's no there's no lulls in this. Which is kind of like a hallmark of good kids TV, is it just needs to be constant because like kids' attention spans can be really, really like, oh, there's a conversation that's taken fourteen seconds. Well, I'm switching over, or I'm going outside, or I'm doing whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much just like us, isn't it? To be honest. Well, that's no, not... adults, Sam, we're far too lazy to like pick up a remote, or so we'll watch yeah. four seasons of Heroes. Despite the fact it's the worst thing ever made, Joe. because like, what else are you going to do? I mean, have, a th- have a thought about think, watching something else. I think. Sorry, Hoops Joe, that was really proven, personal, and I apologise. I think. Um, I think Hoops has proven that it isn't the worst thing that was ever made. Stop talking about Hoops. No, I won't. <laughs> God I absolutely won't. It. No, I won't. Um, so where this where this show came from, and, and then we can maybe you know get onto some some final thoughts. It, there's a funny there's a funny quote uh, that one of the people involved. Um, described described it as a uh, a two hundred fifty thousand dollar inside joke, which I think is which I think is a great description. This largely because the the kind of like the, the the conception of it was two of the producers that show creator um, Tom uh, Ruger had had kind of worked with uh, Eddie Fitzgerald and Tom Tom Minton. And these guys were basically pinky in the brain, even down to their appearance, but also the way they, the way they would talk. Um, he like you know, injecting the word "narf" and "egad" into the general point kind of conversations. Yeah, series producer Peter Hastings, who, who who said the thing about the the inside joke, he described um, Eddie, who's who was, Pinky was based on, as um, that he would always greet you like you were wearing a funny hat, and he liked it. Which I, which I think is a pretty complimentary thing to say about someone who's like just that over over the top enthusiasm, um, off putting. I'm sure. Probably, yeah, yeah. But so the, the like, there's that real nice organic development. I think of these characters, and then in um, the Animaniacs, which I don't think I ever really watched. I don't no, know about you guys. Either. In fact, no. in fact, Not I really episode. don't know anything, anything about it. Mm-hmm. Other than having heard of it from South Park, basically. From South Park, yeah, yeah. I saw the it's... odd episode, but it was one of those that kind of. Well, of course, Sam Joe. Um, 
Joe and his uh, servants had Cartoon Network of, on all the time. We, we joke. The only reason we could afford it was because we lived in a residential home, so got accommodation Network, provided free. So, the ba- going out to the badminton courts, maybe oppressing some working class people just for fun. I mean, we paid just no rent usual. on the property. Um, that's largely. Joe, stop trying to defend it. yourself. Stop trying to defend yourself. I don't You've have anything to defend myself it. from. <laughs> right, guys. Easy, easy. So it's it's a fun it's a fun a fun beginning to this show, and I think as it goes through, I think we really we get to see um, some of the other. I have I have was looking through on YouTube like the top funniest moments of um, of this show. Most of it is references to long dead people, <laughs> or like there's lots of like classical musical references and stuff, um, which I think is is fun. But nerdy. So shit. again. Yeah. I, yeah, I wonder. I wonder how this will translate into you know kids these days. But it's 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 a great it's a great kind of like. It, there's a heck of a lot going on, which I think I always appreciate from TV when you've yeah. got this great orchestral music you know that runs throughout, and you've got this funny situations that we get to. It's kind of zany situation we get to see as well. Yeah, um, I'm going to ask that question we we tend to ask here. I mean, obviously, like, this is a pilot episode of something we've all seen before. Like from my point of view, I I don't think I'm really that interested in watching any more of this. <laughs> I don't know where you guys sit. Not because I didn't enjoy it, but just because like because honestly, you'd have to pay like two bit... pounds per episode to get the rest of it. <laughs> yes, um, but also I think it's just a bit like it was a lot, and it's very inconsequential. Like I, you know, I'd prefer just a tiny bit more. Like you know. Well, it's kids' TV, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think as a kid, I, if I was a kid again, I could watch this and I'd enjoy it. Now, no, it's not something I'd watch more of. <laughs> Heroes round again. <laughs> Just season four. Start from season four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would, I would watch Pinky and the Brain over that. To be fair, um, but you didn't <laughs> when you were watching Heroes. Completionist, man. I've watched it once. Joe, I think, I think I'd rather watch Twilight than. Watch series Hero season four again. I've never oh, well, seen Twilight, arranged, so I couldn't. Dave. I couldn't comment. So that, that I've, be I, I've seen the second one for some reason. Question mark. There we go. We're going down there like uh, a, a right then. Here, so <laughs> I think I think we're done with Pinky and the Brain. This is it's always fun to to delve back into the nineties. Oh, we love the nineties, don't we? Especially nineties cartoons. This is like a safe place. Well, we've got to do all the nineties cartoons here because obviously um, we have self-imposed a ban on the movies for the next. I think we've got ten more weeks of oh no nineties movies. So Why did we do that? Why? it's going to be Why? hard. Um, we did it, Sam, so that we could watch all of Ross's favourite seventies and eighties action movies starring Sylvester Stallone or Arnold <laughs> one or the other. That's the only thing he'll watch. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll see you next time, shall we? See you later. They're and the brain, 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 brain,